Welcome to Talking at No One, the show where I, Aloni, hang out by myself because I need to write this right now. This week, I'm writing the Hades prequel. If you don't know, there's a game called the Hades. It's an amazing video game. I've been playing it an insane level. I completely beat it, 100%ed it, and then I streamed it, and I'm still streaming it right now. I'm even going to write a video about it. I already made a video nine months ago when it came out. I love this game. It's a great game. And it has a very interesting story at the base of it. The basic concept is that you play as Zagreus, the son of Hades, the god of the underworld. And your goal is to escape the underworld. It's a roguelike. You fight a bunch of enemies. Every time you die, you come back to the beginning, back to the pool of blood to see your father as he mocks you for you failing to leave. And slowly, as you make friends and gain strength and upgrade your weapons and learn the ins and outs of the underworld, you eventually make it to the surface, where you find out that your mother is up there. Nyx, who you thought was your mother growing up, isn't your mother, and in fact your mother is Persephone, who is still up on Earth. So when you meet her, you find out that her and your father still have feelings for each other. And throughout the story of the game, each time you talk to her, you learn more about your past and their past, and you convince Persephone to come home. At first she doesn't want to because she doesn't want the other gods to wage war across the entire universe. But you eventually convince her to do it in secret. And then the game ends. The credits roll. And then there's a lot of great post-game stuff where you, your father, and your mother work together to try to convince the gods of Olympus that everything's okay. It's a great game and the best part about it are the relationships between the characters. How they're all linked somehow based on the Greek mythology stuff. But also the personal interactions they have. And there's this sense of some kind of epic story behind it all. That there's something that came before this. And it would make a really good TV show. So that's what I'm going to try to do today. I'm going to try to write the Hades prequel. Apparently they're making a Hades animated show. I don't know if it's going to get finished or if it's just a development or if it's just a rumor. But that's going to be pretty fucking cool. So I still want to try to write it. And I have a bunch of different ideas, and I'm hoping that it'll be interesting enough to make a whole podcast out of it. The first thing I want to do is I want to figure out what the show is actually about. So in the lore of Hades, all I really have to work off of is a couple of basics. They based it on Greek mythology, but they changed it up a little bit, but for the most part it's pretty accurate. The whole thing is actually based on a poem about Zagreus, the son of Persephone. And it's based around the idea of how Hades was given Persephone by Zeus, which is how the story explains it, is that she is a consolation prize. And it's sort of like an arranged marriage type deal. But in the original story, Hades just steals her. And it's kind of fucked up and weird. And it's the, it's the description behind, behind where winter comes from, because Persephone is the daughter of Demeter, the goddess of winter. And the story is that Hades stole her and brought her to the underworld, and while she was there, she ate forbidden fruit or something there, and it made her permanently have to go there every year. So every winter, Demeter makes it freezing because Persephone had to leave. That's generally what I think the original story is. I'm not actually completely sure on it, but Hades completely changes it. Now, in Hades, the surface is frozen and cold because Demeter's pissed, but also Persephone 
fell in love with Hades, surprisingly. He didn't actually want her to come down, and Zeus just kind of forced her on him. And he decided to make the best of what he had. And the two of them apparently grew to love one another, and eventually fell apart when she miscarried and thought Zagreus was dead. But actually, Nyx brought him back to life. So, the familial structure is actually really interesting, the way they've kind of explored it and set it out. So it's important to sort of, in order to write the story, you gotta understand who the hell they are and where they're coming from. So in the beginning, there's a creature called Chaos, who is a Cthulhuan-type god that exists, that created everything. And they created a couple of things, which aren't really all that important to the story. Really, all that matters is they made Gaia, and they made Nyx. Nyx is the night, Gaia is the earth, sort of. So it's basically the idea of it made space, and then it made the earth. Nyx has a bunch of kids... She's got Thanatos, who's Zagreus' main love interest. She's got Hypnos, who is my personal favorite character. And she had Chiron, the skeleton boatman, kind of like the Grim Reaper of the whole place. And then she also birthed the Fates and a bunch of other characters. And in the lore, Gaia and another ancient god had children. They are the Titans. And in Hades' lore, the Titans are kind of a big deal, but they never really explained they're kind of vague on who the titans are they simply explained that they were killed and their blood was spread across the underworld so that they could never regenerate you actually use their blood to upgrade your weapons at some point these gods had different children and that's how they can have children with each other the gods and not be weird and incestuous most of the time so the main three characters of this show wouldn't just i don't want to just do it's zagreus and then we follow the game or it's a sequel to the game because that's boring. So what can we do that's more interesting? And the thing that I always found interesting was the relationship between the three brother gods. Between Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades. And having them as the main characters is actually really fascinating. And it basically boils down into a few things. Zeus sleeps around a lot. And he's promiscuous and he has a lot of children. Most of the gods are his kids. Poseidon has no children in the Hades lore at least. He might be the Minotaur's dad, I'm not quite sure on that. And Hades only has one son, which is Zagreus, with Persephone. And they actually explain in the lore that he never fell he never fell for anyone else. He was just with Persephone, and then Nyx was sort of like a nanny that kind of hung around. And everyone just assumes that him and Nyx had a kid, but it's not actually them, it's him and Persephone. Persephone's mother is Demeter, her father is apparently a human, and uh, she's from a line of gods that are kind of unrelated to Zeus. They're like distant, distant cousins, I guess. Like great cousins, maybe? Or cousins once removed? Her grandparents are Titans, and they're related to the same parents that Zeus made. Like Zeus's parents. They're, they're related to Zeus's parents. So she's technically somewhat connected to them. Her great-grandparent is the same as their great-grandparent. But it doesn't really matter, because those great-grandparents are like nature and shit. So, as of right now, we kind of only have four characters to really work with. I wanted the first season to be about the three brothers fighting the Titans. So, I'm trying to figure out ways to make that more interesting, but there really isn't a lot. There is a fourth character at their level, and I guess you could also have Demeter in there. We never meet Helios, and we never meet Hestia, who are Hera and uh, Demeter's siblings. We also never meet Hera, even though you can use her bow. 
And also, she's like, she's Demeter's sister, so she's your great-grand-aunt, basically. She's your grand-aunt, and you know nothing about her. So, how would we actually do a story about that? So, I want the main character to be Hades, and I want the story to be called Hades, and it's about him, at least in the first season. He's got his cool brother Poseidon, and he's got his annoying older brother Zeus. Zeus is kind of promiscuous, he's kind of a dickhead, he's kind of an asshole, he's kind of a terrible person. And his brother Poseidon is really laid back and kind of independent. And the three of them are forced to work for Kronos and Rhea, who are the gods above them, their mother and father, basically. The Titans. And then Theia and Hyperion also are Titans, and they have children of their own that can be introduced to these guys to give them sort of like side characters. So the main character is Hades, the annoying older brother is Zeus, the fun-loving comic relief, go-with-the-flow, fun younger brother is Poseidon, and then we can introduce Hera as Zeus's love interest, and her sister Demeter as sort of a character that we could bring in if we needed to, but I don't think she's really going to be that important in the first season. It would be kind of weird for Hades to know the mother of his girlfriend before he knows her. Maybe. I don't know. It's kind of... Gods are weird. But there's no art for Hera. She's not in the game, even though her bow is. So I feel like she'd be an interesting character to add. But I feel like focusing on them fighting the Titans and killing them could be cool. But I don't know if it has enough to establish its own story, you know? It could still be a prequel in a prequel like we could actually follow it with persephone and hades's story and then flash back to the stuff going on with the parents because hades isn't super direct it doesn't just act like it doesn't show the events as they occur it, it has them in the background as sort of just like extra set dressing that all these gods are established and then you're just kind of there as zagreus so how do we do the same thing with hades is the question and my thought would be Maybe you could do the Persephone-Hades love story and just follow that. So the story starts with Hades and Persephone being forced to be together, maybe. And we can then flash back to the epic battle with the Titans. Or maybe even start it with them young fighting the Titans and then flash forward to him bored out of his mind doing paperwork. Oh, there's this interesting woman, Persephone. And we can kind of get the whole love story between Persephone and Hades developing. That way the other gods can exist. Like we can have Athena and Ares and we can have some of the more lesser gods like uh, Artemis and Dionysus and Hermes as sort of like they're there but they're not the big thing but they can show up. They're kind of on the same level as Zagreus. But I feel like Artemis and Ares have been around longer. And Aphrodite, surprisingly, is actually not related to anyone. She's the goddess of love, and I like that she's separate from everyone, so that basically in Greek mythology, so that she can sleep with everybody, because she's not related to anyone. She comes from a different god that was created by Chaos, so she's so distantly removed. I mean, technically, she's like at the level of a titan, if you think about it. But alright, let's go through the questions I usually use to write a story and then maybe we can figure it out if we break it that way. Alright, what is the concept? Hades is a bureaucratic paper pusher whose brothers tasked him with the most annoying of all jobs, watching over the underworld. He hates his life, 
He's bored. He's overworked. And his brothers get everything and he gets nothing. Zeus has multiple children and is sleeping around having fun, doing ridiculously stupid shit. Poseidon is off exploring the world having fantastic adventures and Hades is trapped in the underworld toiling forever keeping track of all the people that get killed because of Zeus's kids. So I could see that as, as an interesting character to play with and having him leave the underworld is like a really interesting fish out of water kind of deal. Maybe it's sort of like a family reunion type deal. But Hades is forced to go to Olympus to talk with his brothers and he meets Persephone and they fall in love and Persephone being forced to go to the underworld is also really interesting and I think that all kind of works. So who is the cast? I think the main character is actually Persephone. I know I said I wanted it to be Hades but thinking about it Persephone is the one who can go between worlds. She's the one with all the agency. So the idea of her being the main sort of character and the show is called Hades because it's about her understanding Hades. So in the way of him, he's not the main character, but the show is about him. So the show is about Persephone learning about Hades. And we can sort of develop the love story that way. The main reason I wanted to do this show is because I just loved the visuals of Poseidon and Hades and Zeus and Hera all working together with these epic legendary weapons killing the shit out of the gods it's just fascinating to me and having that as like a flashback thing that's constantly coming up as persephone learns more and more about everything is interesting so how would we take that and turn it into a whole show where would we start i think i want to have sort of an introduction of him murdering the titans and then the flash forward i want him to be bored with his life and sick of everything and I think it would be more interesting if Persephone ran away at first. That it's about her and Hades meeting even before she's given away to him. And also we can sort of learn about Persephone in the world. So I think it would start with Persephone leaving Olympus. So I think Olympus is her safe haven. She lives in Olympus. She hates it there. She's kind of content with it, but there's something more beyond it. And she kind of lives fine with her plants in Olympus. But then the catalyst occurs. And I think the catalyst is Zeus and Poseidon call Hades to the surface. I think that'd be an interesting way to start it. I think following Persephone in Olympus, hanging out with the gods, is exactly what everybody wants to see out of Hades. Because it's the one spot we haven't gone. So they're all hanging out, godding it up, having parties, big epic life. And... While she's up there doing her thing, Poseidon shows up. That's the catalyst. Poseidon has returned after years and years of traveling the world. He's come to visit. We have Ares, Athena, Artemis, and Hermes all sort of excited that, ooh, their uncle's in town. And we get to follow that sort of thing. And Dionysus is also there too, maybe. And they're all sort of partying and having fun. And then Poseidon mentions Hades as the only one who's not there. And Persephone's interested in who the hell is this Hades guy. And she decides that she's sick of her mother Demeter and she wants to run to the surface. So she leaves and heads down to Earth to discover what's going on down there. Why would she leave Olympus is the question. What did her mother do that she hated so much? I think it would be like a... I really like to think of like a Thanksgiving dinner. They're all sitting around... And it's tense, 
and Poseidon just came home and everybody's like, ooh, whatever. And Demeter, uh, as sort of like a harvest god, would be like, she's here to, like, to make food for everyone. Everybody's eating at like a harvest time type festival of Olympus where they're all enjoying their food. And then a big fight breaks out because of Poseidon bringing old shit up. Because he hasn't been around in a while. So he starts poking the bear. And he gets Zeus all pissed off. And then everybody starts arguing with all their previous beefs. And Persephone can't st stand all this infighting and this bullshit. So she leaves. She runs away. And then I like the idea of her mother catching her. So then the story becomes about she wants to escape. That's all that matters. So how do we leave Olympus? She keeps trying to escape, but her mother keeps catching her. So her goal is to escape Olympus, which is kind of a flip on the original Hades story. Hades is about Zagreus trying to escape the underworld, so that and he has told all the gods that he's going to Olympus, but he never actually makes it there. He meets his mother on Earth. So the idea of her goal being she wants to leave Olympus and she wants to live on Earth, and she ends up in the underworld is kind of a similar sort of story so where does she end up where does she go so how does she get to the underworld that's the big question because hades isn't really allowed to leave so she keeps trying to get away from her mother she keeps desperately trying to escape i feel like she would make a deal with zeus to get out of this because according to the lore zeus is the one that gave her to hades so maybe she tricks zeus into getting her out of that. So she keeps trying to escape and trying to escape and trying to escape. And she cannot get out of Olympus every time she tries. So how does she get past this? Maybe she speaks to the fates. Or some kind of soothsayer. I think the fates works. She talks with the fates. Who are somehow on earth this time. Maybe she speaks through them somehow. Maybe she gets a hold of Nyx. But she talks with the future seers. And they tell her that the only way for her to get out is to make a deal with Zeus. So she speaks with Zeus and she eventually makes a deal to go to the underworld with Hades. He tells her that he's going to send her to the underworld. And if she spends enough time there, then one day she can go to the surface. That's what she believes. She gets sent down there. But what she doesn't know is that she's being given off to Hades as a bride. And she hates this. So that's where we get the story. The two of them are stuck together. We get the whole romance of like... He's, she doesn't want to be there, but she's excited to at least not be home. He doesn't want to be a dick, and he keeps his distance, but he's also kind of cold. But underneath, she can tell that he's actually a nice dude, and he kind of keeps her safe from all the other people in the underworld, and nobody messes with her. And she's like a queen now, and she's free from the bullshit of the surface, of, the, of above the surface. She's stunned from all the Olympus bullshit. She's free. So we get her story with him. And they have that sort of love story. How do we lose in all of this is the question. Hmm. I don't want to have her lose the sun and then leave. And that's it. That's a terrible way to end it, you know? Because then the story is just going to be, she hates her life. She's trying to escape. Oh, Zeus banished her to the underworld. Oh, she's stuck there. What's she going to do? Oh, this guy sucks. Oh, no, she's kind of falling for him. Oh, wow, they love each other. I feel like Zeus needs to be like, all right, it's time for you to go home. Like Demeter forces her to go home. I think that's that's the love story we want to do. So she hates Olympus. She wants to leave Olympus desperately. They're all arguing. We get to meet all of the different gods as they all argue with one another about their petty bullshit during the harvest. Poseidon brings Hades there. And Hades 
isn't supposed to be there. He's supposed to be in the underworld. And him and Zeus get into it and fight. And Persephone learns that Hades exists. And as a result of this fight, somehow something happens. And Zeus ends up coming up with a plan. And he gives her away to Hades. Her and Hades are together. We get the whole odd couple thing. The whole arguments and the, you know, will they, won't they shit. Meanwhile, for like side stories, if it was a TV show, like it was episodic... We could have Persephone learn about different parts of the underworld or different gods on the surface and sort of find out about different things going on. And as she's learning more, we're flashing back to the Titan killing days. We get to see these big epic fights where our three brothers are killing the shit out of the Titans and their armies or whatever the hell they have to fight for them. And them working for their parents under like this basically dictatorship. And eventually brutally murdering them over and over again until they have to separate their blood and hide it in the underworld. So, by the end of all that, she gets what she wanted. She gets to go to Earth because Zeus basically decides it. Or maybe Hades banishes her. That's the low point. But whatever it is, she ends up on Earth and she's all alone up there. And she misses Hades and Hades misses her. So maybe we'll have like Poseidon or like Artemis or something. Uh, bridge the gap but she ends up in the end deciding maybe maybe Hades fights his way to her and in the end they get together and rule over the underworld and that's sort of the end of the first season now if we follow that and we did more stories with them we could follow Orpheus and, Eurid- and Eurydice as they're in love so Orpheus's battle to try to get through hell and back and failing horribly uh, we could get Achilles and Patrocles um, and their love story, but really that's more of a game thing. All that really happens with them is they die and then they go to hell. So they could just sort of be side characters, I guess. But I think, based on the story we're at right now, in the first part, she wants to get away. She's forced to live with Hades. They grow to love one another. She's forced to leave. She gets her freedom. He lets her go. They're both miserable. They get back together. The end. Story number two would be they are together and it's about maintaining them being together and her being pregnant and him being busy. And we get a side story of Eurydice and Orpheus as he enters through hell to save her. So we get this cool, the cool epic battle is no longer the past shit. It's currently happening. So whereas before... We were flashing back to the Titan fights. Now that we've seen that whole story and they're together, now we're watching the present. There's a war on the surface and Athena and Ares are fighting one another and war is being raged and peace and battle are happening. And it sort of sets as a backdrop for what's really happening. So the world is burning. There's battles constantly going on. And as a result, there are more and more souls flooding into the underworld. And Hades is more and more busy. And Persephone is pregnant, but she doesn't want to talk about it. She doesn't want to tell him because he's too busy and he doesn't have time to deal with it. And meanwhile, this guy who's in love with his muse, his muse dies during the war. And she's sent to hell, to the underworld. She's sent to the underworld where she's trapped. And all he wants desperately is to save her. So he starts fighting his way through the underworld. So Hades has to deal with thousands of new souls. Him and his wife aren't getting together anymore. She's pregnant. He doesn't know it. The surface has a bunch of shit going on. The gods are arguing with one another and fighting and having petty squabbles. 
and he's dealing with this guy ransacking his underworld, trying to save the love of his life. So in that story, the two of them are at odds, and it basically starts with, they're together, everything's good. Then, war breaks out, shit's going nuts. Then, Orpheus comes to hell to try to save Eurydice over and over again. Then, the two of them are having arguments and problems. Then there's a big falling out, and they stop speaking to one another. And maybe the war gets worse, or Persephone gets taken by her mother and kidnapped. So then Hades has to work with Orpheus in order to make a deal with him. If Orpheus helps him save his wife from the surface, he will allow him to serve him and one day see his love again. So Orpheus stops fighting through the underworld and decides to join with Hades, and the two of them fight through the real Earth over and over again as Hades continuously dies trying to save Persephone. Eventually he saves her, and there's a big happy ending, and it's all good. End of season two. So season one is we're flashing back to the Titans. Persephone hates Olympus. She wants to live on Earth. She's forced to go to the underworld. She's living with Hades. He eventually sets her free. She leaves, but they both come back together because they're in love and they care about each other. Then they're married. She is queen. He is king. But oh no, war is broken out. Shit's going nuts. Everybody's losing their shit. He's got to deal with that. She's going to deal with being pregnant. It's a whole thing. Whispers of Demeter coming. Orpheus comes to hell to try to save his love. And in the process, while Hades is distracted dealing with him, Persephone is kidnapped by her mother. And Hades then has to team up with this guy to battle to the surface to save her life. The end. Season 3 could be the plot of the actual game, where Zagreus, who is his son is being raised by, by Hades, and Hades and Persephone aren't together, and you're like, what the hell is going on? And you're trying to figure out what's up, and it's the exact plot of the game, where Zagreus is fighting through the underworld to save his mother, like, to get to his mother, to convince her to come home, and Hades is being reluctant to tell him anything that's been going on. And there's still mystery, because we didn't explain the in-between, because it gets explained in the Zagreus story. And the in-between is, Zagreus died in childbirth, Nyx brought him back, and now his mother doesn't know about him. So now that we have the investment in the relationship between Hades and Persephone, the game is so much stronger, and the animated series would be really fucking good as a third season. Because the third season in a TV show is when you change everything. So it's perfect to do... Zagreus is the main character at that point. Then, in the fourth season, it would be the final one. You could follow the sequel of that. You could follow all the gods on the surface and what they're dealing with, Persephone now living in the underworld with Zagreus, them trying to break the silence between the two families and fix everything. And in the end, they would allow Persephone to go between both worlds. And it would be sort of a happy, bittersweet type deal where everybody kind of gets what they want, but they can't see each other all the time. I think that's good. I think that's a perfect story. So what else is there to work on there? Season one is... The love story season two is the marriage season three is their kid and then season four is the whole family back together again i think that all really works and i didn't expect to get there that fast what more could we do with it side plot stuff i'm not really doing anything with artemis and i'm not really doing anything with hermes aphrodite or with dionysus i feel like there needs to be more with them also poseidon isn't doing anything in the later seasons and neither is zeus Okay, in season two, it ends up with them battling on the surface. 
So maybe we can have a whole subplot about Hades and Poseidon working things out so that Poseidon can help him along with Artemis and Hermes to uh, defeat Demeter and save his wife. And then in the Zagreus season, we have all the subplots that the game has, which is Thanatos and Zagreus' love story, Megra and Zagreus' love story, the friendship between Zagreus and Dusa, all these little side plots. We get the Eurydice and Orpheus story finishes in that season. The Achilles and Patrocles story works together there too. So everybody's kind of won at this point. Everybody's gotten what they want. So how does that final season even work? Is it just the prologue of the game? Because I don't know how much more story there really is. I don't know. War between the gods. Having the Titans return could be cool, but there's so many gods at that point, then why don't they just destroy them? I feel like the story's perfect ending really is them breaking the curse sort of thing and getting, you know, her to go between the two worlds or whatever. Alright, well then let's fucking, since we have this, let's break it down into actual episodes. Alright. Season 1, Persephone and Hades. We start with a dinner scene between the gods. Harvest festival. Poseidon has returned, but he brought Hades with him. All hell breaks loose, but Persephone and Hades have a moment together, and there's something there. Maybe we could actually get a little bit of dating between them. She's desperate to escape Mount Olympus because she hates her mother, and that's her main goal. And while she's escaping, she runs into Hades, they have a common interest, which is that they both hate the Olympians, and they are both gods, so they're kind of into each other, but they don't really act on it. Hades keeps dying and returning to the underworld, and Persephone keeps trying to escape Olympus, but being pulled back by her mother. So both of them are permanently trapped in these other worlds, and all they want to do is be on Earth together. Persephone keeps trying to escape, Hades keeps trying to escape, and as they're doing this, they're being sent back home, learning about their pasts. The war with the Titans that Hades was a part of. Persephone and her mother's past. Eventually, he breaks her out of Olympus. But, it turns out... Well, if we get him to... Damn it. If he helps her escape Olympus, then it kind of ruins the whole forced love story thing. Alright. I think in the begin the story in the beginning is a little loaded. But basically, there's the fight. The families are at war. Hades shows up. She's trying to escape. Hades is trying to escape. They're both stuck in the same system. They make a deal to help each other. He helps her get out. And in that moment, that's when Zeus pulls the fast one on her. Oh, I caught both of you. Your punishment is you have to be married in the underworld. Persephone can never leave. Here's your prize, brother, for winning the war. You've been salty about it ever since. You've been so hot-headed and angry about how we gave you the underworld. And you wish you have the sea or the world like I do but you don't. So here, your punishment is to take her with you. He does it, Zeus does it, because he thinks that it'll make everybody feel better because it's a, sort of a whim thing, because it's like, it'll make his brother shut the hell up because he's got a lady and he can get laid. It'll make Persephone shut up because she keeps wanting to leave while well, now she can, and it'll solve most of his problems, but the only thing he doesn't get is that Demeter isn't down for it. So then the whole story happens. They're in hell, they're dealing with it. They don't like each other, but they kind of do. There's some chemistry, but now they're being forced to be together. She keeps trying to get out of hell and go to Earth, but she keeps getting sent back down there. He keeps trying to make things work with her, but it's just not working because of the whole marriage thing. So then Demeter shows up and captures her right as they're finally falling in love. 
So then Demeter makes a deal with Zeus to get her out of there. Just as they're falling in love, she's forced to leave. And Hades lets her go. We get the classic love thing, then they meet back up. The end. That season works now. Perfectly fine. Season two, they're in love. War on the surface, people dying. Now they're together again. Orpheus is leaving the over... Yeah, okay, we get it. I think all of that works. I think that's perfect. So yeah, there's Hades. I did it. I made four seasons out of it. I think that's the best I could milk from it. Yeah, I think that's good. Challenge accomplished. Anyway, if you liked this podcast episode, despite the fact that it's just me by myself rambling incoherently, please give YouTube, Apple, and Spotify a reach around. Make them happy. Do what you need to do to help this podcast grow. If this podcast gets enough views, then I can make all of my shows more continuously. I hope you had a fun time. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye.